Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one skateboarding minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And today we are going back uh, to minute seven, which begins with Marty kicking open a gate to the power of love and ending. Wow. (laughs) Can we, can we say kicking open a gate to the power of love? Yeah. <laughs> to and ends with uh, with with Marty's Mar- Marty meeting up with a girl named Jennifer who says Strickland is looking for you. If you get caught, it'll be four tardies in a row. It's a lot of tardies, Marty. Yeah. Better start calling you Tardy Marty. Yeah. Marty kicks open open the gate to the power and a really of love. sexy little a really sexy little kick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it looked like because I think I think he was. I mean, I imagine Michael J. Fox was probably like, "Okay, where do I kick to get this thing to go?" Yeah, he was like, "Hey, it's like a fun little like, oh, like I don't know, yeah. it's a little sexy little." Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Um, so he kicks open the gate, and we see that we are the the address is sixteen forty six. Um. And I do know the street, but we haven't found out what the street name is yet. We're not going to find mm-hmm. that out until much later in the movie. Um, but the street is John F. Kennedy Drive. So it's mm-hmm. 1646 John F. Kennedy Drive. That's Doc's address um, for his garage, <laughs> which right outside his gate is a parking lot for a Burger, a Burger King. King. <laughs> And a Toys R Us is not that far away. Right, either. yeah. I I was like, oh, no wonder Marty hung out with Doc all the time. Yeah, free act, free Burger King, whenever he wants. Free Burger King, and there's a Toys R Us. Yeah, Marty loves Toys R Us. Well, I, I you know, I imagine that was that was the thing, right? Like, he would hang out. How old was Marty when he met Doc? What's that story? Like Eight? Yeah, he's he's young. He was young. I think he... I he's think, known Doc for a long time. Yeah, it's been for a few years, so... um. But yeah, so there's a Toys R Us, and then there's a printer across the street, and uh, Marty skateboards over to the Burger King and just like grabs the first truck heading out of the drive-through, um, and this becomes sort of the staple of the Back to the Future movies: is that Marty does this thing where he doesn't actually skateboard; he just hangs out on the skateboard and holds on to cars. And yeah, and uh, there's a pers- there's a, there's an old like an urban legend that Michael J. Fox had to learn uh, to skateboard for the movie, but in fact, he was already uh, like he had he had rode his skateboard like all through high school. Um, but for during some of the complex like skateboarding scenes, his stunt double was a guy named Per uh, Per Weilander. Okay, and uh, the skateboarding action was choreographed by Robert Sch- uh, Sch- Schmelzer. Oh. Yeah, but that yeah, so he actually does know how to skateboard. But um, I mean, just you not know, that if he's, well. If he's running late, like you know, hanging onto a truck will probably get him there faster than just skating. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's just it's an interesting. Uh, cause it's funny because it's, it's another misuse of vehicles by Michael <laughs> J. Fox, you know, yeah. the, the first being in Teen Wolf where he would go car surfing. Yeah. He just doesn't, he, he sees things moving and he's like, I know how to operate this. <laughs> yeah. You stand on top of it, right? Yeah. You, you, you hit, you, you, you hitch onto the, I'm always really fascinated by the reaction that Mountain Dew hat guy gives to Marty. Oh, let's, we'll get to Mountain Dew hat guy. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, great. Uh, the first, the big, the big thing I want to talk about in this is it's the introduction of uh, Hill Valley Court Heart, Courthouse Square, and indeed an introduction to Hill Valley at large. Right, right. Um, this we is, have the Broadway this is, florist. This is a big time. Yeah. So, so I wanted to go through all the stores because Please. we're we're gonna we're gonna refer back to them when we are in 1955 and. Uh, continue referring back to them in the other times uh when we get to them years from now (laughs) um uh but yeah so you've got broadway florist um which is uh you know nothing nothing special there just a pretty 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 open and shut yeah pretty open and shut so it's just a just a just a just a florist then you've got uh hog heaven which is a motorcycle shop Mm -hmm. you've got texaco um, which is a staple of the of the of the whole the whole thing, uh, well, the franchise. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got a building called you've got a, a shop called the Third Eye. Um, mm-hmm. And the Third Eye, there's there's actually some background for this one. Please, yeah. Uh, the Third Eye is a business uh, oper- operated by uh, someone named Nancy who bills herself as a spiritual advisor. <laughs> And uh, she can advise a person of their future by palm reading. Um, she can so she does palmistry and then phrenology, uh, which I don't know what that is. So I'm going to go. Where are you getting this information from? If you don't mind me asking. Um, this is from. Uh, okay, let's see. Fr- hold on. Phrenology is uh, pseudoscience, primarily focused on measurements of the human skull. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So would you okay, Scott, would you watch um an ABC family pilot called Hill Valley? Oh yeah. I'm just I don't know, man. I'm getting a lot of stars hollow energy from from Hill Valley. Yes. It just it seems like a lot of like kooky characters live in this town. I mean Mountain Dew Hat Guy, um Third Eye Lady, you know? Oh yeah. It's just I don't know. Like Hill Valley is probably in my top five fictional towns i think it goes like 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 springfield sunnydale stars hollow hill valley and then like uh harlan county i think that's pretty close to mine as well that was eerie actually (laughs) writing part because i was yeah because i was just when you said that i was like oh what are mine and like as you were saying them i was saying them in my head so (laughs) Good times. Yeah. Uh, also, County, also what's the route. town from Bob's Burgers? That's a good one. That I was just thinking that. I don't know if they. I don't know if they've named it. <laughs> I always just. I always call it just like weird San Francisco. Right. But yeah, Hill, uh, Bob's Burgers also has a great town, a, a great community. Yeah. Uh, we um, have the same brand. But uh, yeah. So the funny thing about the Third Eye, and this is something that. Um, we could come back to later and I might remind people of it later, but I think it's interesting enough to mention now is that, uh, the third eye is the, the spot in the town square where in 2015 becomes blast from the past, the antique store where Marty purchases the gray sports almanac. Yes. The iconic sports almanac. So the fortune teller. Is the is the store where he buys the almanac? I just think that's funny. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a really interesting detail. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, and then there's Lou's Aerobic Fitness Center. 
Which yeah, I love that it's still called Lou's. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> it used oh, to be oh, Lou's oh, diner. Oh, now it's now Lou's it's aerobics center. Lou, uh, Lou, Lou's not afraid. Lou's not afraid to change with the times. <laughs> um, real quick before we get too far, um, I, I I did have a note. Um, so you know, Texaco, you know, figures very heavily into the uh, into the Fran- Back to the Future world. Um, Christopher Lloyd's maternal grandfather was actually one of the founders of Texaco Oil Company. Oh. That was one thing I just learned in my in my travels. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, Lou. Yeah, but like look Lou, you know? Like Right. I would watch a show about Lou. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and it, it's it's uh this is this whole thing. I mean, the the this whole square is built on the Universal backlot. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know. There's something just magical about a backlot city. Oh, it's yeah, no, it's 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 so it's just unmistakable kind of like heightened Hollywood magic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um and then there's Ask Mr. Foster, uh which is a travel service. Mm-hmm. Um so he, the saying is it's Ask Mr. Tra- Ask Mr. Foster Travel Service and his slogan is time to travel. Time to travel. Yeah. It's good stuff. Sneaky. It's good stuff. Um, um I don't know if we're if we're here yet, but uh very interesting. You know, there's this wide shot uh, at six minutes and thirty eight seconds of um like the, the, the town sign. Um the town sign reads, Welcome to the city of Hill Valley, Goldie Wilson Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very strange um sign. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I can't. I mean, I've I've lived in my fair share of like small, kind of like all American towns. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like Marysville, Washington, sure. Mansfield, Texas. I don't think I've ever seen a town sign where it's like the thing being advertised is like this is our mayor. Yeah, I mean, but he is kind of full of himself a little bit. Yeah, that it actually does kind of makes sense. I, I I'm a big fan of storytelling through production design or oh, like through yeah. design. Yeah, and definitely. so. Such a subtle little touch. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I went like, to high school in Hope, Indiana. <laughs> Hope, Indiana. And uh, and the saying on so our American. sign was a surprising little town. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that that's the most Amblin thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm picturing, like, you know, 14-year-old Scott riding his bike through like leaves, you know, falling through trees. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm late. And it's like da 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 Hope Indiana. A surprising, surprising little town. town. Corelli, you're late. Yeah, if Sorry, only Mr. my Henderson. life was like that, that would have been that would have been preferable. Um <laughs> so, like the Kevin Smith reality of <laughs> So then uh so then we got bail bonds, we got a mm-hmm. pawn shop and then we got Cupid's Adult Bookstore. Yes. Um, Can't forget that. Yeah. Uh, just to just to just to really put the put the nail in the coffin of uh, of uh, 1985. Just mm-hmm. yeah, like it just I love the idea that Hill Valley is somehow the small town equivalent of like New York in the 80s. <laughs> Yeah, where there there there's like a strip. 
Yeah, before 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 uh, it got cleaned up, you know, and became a tourist place. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, you know, it's it's had like, like a Times uh, Square a porn shop, and it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, like from what I mean, not to you know, I'm sure Goldie Wilson did good things for Hill Valley, but it seemed like it was on its way to becoming kind of like a Pottersville kind of like it's. Um, I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I remember reading an interview once where like Zemeckis wanted Hill Valley to look like a small town at war with itself, mm-hmm. like a, a, a quaint kind of Mayberry kind of town that was slowly turning into the kind of like grimy eighties, you know, Reagan era suburban sprawl, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, I, that's a, that's a really, uh, that's a, that's a really, that's really cool. I don't know. It's cool to think of it like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we get two closed shops. One is a barber shop, closed. And mm. the other is the Bluebird Motel, uh, also closed. And then uh, we have Wilson Campaign Headquarters, uh, which is where you get that shot of the back of the back of the van, back, mm. of, the, back of the truck that says, uh, re-elect Mayor Goldie Wilson, honesty, decency, integrity. Mm-hmm. And that great wig, right? Somebody, also, somebody um, has access to a thesaurus. Yeah. Um. Also, um, doesn't Mountain Dew Hat Guy look a lot like Will Ferrell up close? Mountain Dew Hat Guy, I I can't handle Mountain Dew Hat Guy. Like, he he looks like he looks like Will Ferrell. He does. Why does he have a Mountain Dew hat? Do you think he's sent away for that? Like, do you think he drinks so much Mountain Dew? That he had like the proof of purchases and just had to like pay for shipping and got that. Yeah, hat. here you go. Mount here you go. We'll yeah. wear this hat. He's like he's like a proto I feel like I feel like that guy is on his way to the arcade. Like I feel like he's like a professional yeah, arcade gamer. He's that guy that's like it's it's like, you know, what, like nine AM on like a Wednesday? Yeah. He's in and he's in that documentary King of Kong, I think. Yeah, that that's actually Billy Mitchell. Yeah, that's Billy Mitchell. <laughs> Mountain Dew I think I think Mountain Dew is your favorite soda before you're like 13. Yeah. I think like that's like your prime Mountain Dew, you know, because it's got more caffeine. Right. I remember a lot of kids weren't. I, I remember I wasn't allowed to drink Mountain Dew sometimes. Oh, I was never allowed to drink Mountain Dew. Absolutely how, not. I don't think I even had a Mountain Dew until I was in like middle school. And then it was like, you know, a shock to your system. Right. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to get a Mountain Dew after this. It's still working. <laughs> 30 years later um then we see it, we see there's a lot of the yeah, uh yeah. the 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 long rumored and, and long talked about and 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 sit all the way back since minute two statler mm-hmm. toyota boom there it is at long last yeah statler toyota there it is um we also see some very um kind of like dirty uh like you know, kind of like um, Jesus, like stuff going on, like kind of boarded up church. This is like salvation is free. Oh, oh, you mean the movie theater? The movie theater. Yeah, yeah. the movie theater that's been turned into like a creepy, culty-looking church. They're playing a movie called Assembly of Christ. Yeah, it's <laughs> Assembly of Christ. Salvation is free. It's really not sp- the. It's, it's spooky, but not the only uh, theater that Hill Valley has, which we'll get to in later minutes. Right. Um, and then Elmo's rib rib cafe, yeah. Which I I would go to Elmo's. Elmo's looks like a cool. It looks like one of those dives that is secretly like has really great ribs. Yeah, presumably Elmo's is what put Lou's out of out of business out of the food business. 
Oh, there's so many. See, there's politics. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, I just man. imagine like Elmo and Lou, like they, they had a rivalry, you know? Yeah. You know, there's this book coming out called City on Fire. Uh, it's sort of like the hot book of the of the year. It's like a 900 page like saga of like New York in the 70s. Mm. And it's like a Dickensian level like, you know, like here's what the police were doing. Here's what the journalists were doing. Here's what the strippers were doing. <laughs> and I'm I'm just saying like Hill Valley. Oh, yeah. You know, an, an, annot- an annotated guide to Hill Valley. Like, let's do it. I would love that. You know, if, you know, if CBS can greenlight Metropolis or like, uh, but no, 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 not Metropolis. Um, uh, uh, Krypton. Krypton. Then I'm I think that was Hill sci-fi. Valley. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Uh, the cable ones take long, a long time because they don't, yeah, they, they teen... don't need to run on anyone's schedule. <laughs> like, uh, I think they're still making a Teen Titan show. Yeah. On TNT. Yeah. Yeah, the cable ones just take a lot longer than the network ones because they're not hope, they're not on like yeah. a fall fall spring schedule. They're I hope they like, keep taking their time because it's always been my dream to write like be on the writing staff for a Teen Titans show. I don't know if you want that as long as Akiva Goldsman is the showrunner. I know, but you know, no one lives forever. Valar <laughs> <laughs> well, well, <I'm> <laughs> Um Yeah. So uh so then we follow Marty Martin. Yeah, well, Marty all the way back to back to school, to Hill Valley High School, and he starts to walk in and is stopped by someone named Jennifer who uh who tells him that Strickland is looking for him. Yeah. Um if I could just <clears throat> um I'm fascinated by um Okay, so we have this wide shot of Hill Valley in 6 minutes 52 seconds in mm-hmm. where, you know, Hill Valley High. Sherman yeah, yeah. Sherman Sher- Sherman Sherman Illinois this is not Scott Right. Um, there's like empty barrels. The barrels the... cracks me up. Like it's so dy- it's so subtly dystopian. Yeah. Um. There's um some graffiti on in the wide shot. There's a uh, dangerous Bob. <laughs> dangerous Bob. Was so... Dangerous Bob. <laughs> I love that. Dangerous. I know I, it's I think... a reference to like either the writer or the director, but I like the idea that there's like some rascal kind of like <laughs> you know like. like like the coon I'm in dangerous. South Park, Dan- dangerous Bob strikes again. Like he's like always putting like bananas in tailpipes. I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous Bob. <laughs> I've been a senior three times. Uh, there's a sign that says "Viva Viva los Hermanos," uh, which is celebrating the brothers. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny because I was. Just, it just makes me think of uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, right. Los Poyos Hermanos. Maybe this is like Gus. Maybe Gus Fring like grew up in Hill Valley. Yeah. Um, and then um, in the shot where he runs into uh, Claudia Wells, um, after, as they walk down the stairs, I believe this is like at seven minutes. Uh, there are. Uh, hold on, let me just get the screen grab right. Um, by the way, uh, uh, first glimpse of. I'm, we're not going to go into it yet, but first glimpse of Claudia Wells. Yes, but we're going to go uh, into her more next time. One of the great underrated 80s crushes, in my opinion. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Someone on the wall we have, Live Fast. <laughs> Someone spray-painted Live Fast. All right. Uh, someone just spray-painted uh, simply the word Smegma. <laughs> um, which we'll not go into what that is in this podcast. <laughs> uh, and then someone wrote um, Bob on Tammy. Okay, um, is that is, oh no. is that why is that why he's dangerous? 
Oh yeah, no, but is this dangerous Bob? Yeah. Because he's actually upon closer inspection, it actually says Bob con Tammy. So it is dangerous Bob. Or is yeah, there dangerous- or is there or is there a con Bob and a dangerous Bob? I think there's a con I think there's Bob Con, who's kind of like the like the artful dodger. Right. You know? Like oh, like he's always got a he's always got he's always working an angle. He's kinda like the he's kinda like the pin. Yeah. Uh to you know, for from from Brick. But I think Dangerous Bob is more of an anarchist. Okay. Um, on and then also uh, someone uh, wrote the word just wizard. All right. So I don't know. Like, is this kind of like is the are the Hill Valley Steps kind of where the uh, where the kind of like the the ruffians of Hill Valley High kind of like make their mark? Maybe it also makes you realize why they had to take such a hard left turn with alternate nineteen eighty five and because <laughs> it was future all- too. <laughs> Hill Valley was always a bit shit. Like it was always, it was always kind of a shitty town. Yeah. So they just, they just literally turn it into hell on earth. Um, yeah. So while you were talking about the graffiti, I mm-hmm. found something interesting. Please. And I've always suspected this, but I've never actually went out of my way to look it up. So the courthouse square is a back lot located at Universal Studios in California. Do you know two other uh uh two two other well well three other big things like that we you and I are big fans of that mm-hmm. used this backlot? No, uh, please tell me. Okay, so first of all, so the first one is is Gremlins just a year before. Okay, uh, yes. That that's obvious like there's that scene where he's late to work and it's mm-hmm. and he's going through the downtown at the very beginning. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the other two big ones is interesting. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Amazing. S- Sunnydale. Um or at least a portion of it is. I imagine the the bit with the movie theater, I think that's that's the Sunnydale, that's the movie theater that like yeah. that uh you know Buffy and Angel left on their date in season 3 and then and then uh Faith snipes Angel with the poison, you know, in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure that's what that is. Uh, and then the biggest one, which I've always suspected but never knew for <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. uh, it's Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it stars. I was, all gonna, of. I, I was gonna guess Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it stars. Yeah, all no, of. <laughs> it just looks like Stars Hollow. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, pretty phenomenal. <laughs> you know, I'm just love that. That that backlot has a soul. It does. It does, and everyone knows it. It was also said, featured no. in Batman and Robin. Speaking of Akiva Goldsman, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know yeah. what it was doing in Batman and Robin, but it was used in Batman and Robin. Whatever it was, it wasn't happy about it, right? And it was in Psycho too. My second favorite Psycho movie. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's favorite, <clears throat> second favorite Psycho movie. Sure, it's no one's favorite. No, because that would be that would be insane. But no, be... <laughs> where do you uh did you ever see the uh the Soderbergh um psycho? The you mean the, the Gus Van Sant one? The Gus Van Sant, yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that in theaters. It was interesting. Yeah, it's uh it's something. It's something, it, all right. It's something. It's it's exactly the same except for the few moments where it's really, it's... really not and it's troubling. Yeah, you're like, why every... did you why did you add this? Yeah, every edition to that movie is just the most bizarre additions, uh, sound effects and extra visuals that we don't want. Steve uh, Buscemi. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's all I got for this minute. Yeah, jam-packed minute. Good, good, good minute. A lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be back uh, tomorrow with minute eight. But in the meantime, you can email us, contact at uh, backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bttfminute or on Tumblr, bttfminute.tumblr.com. Uh, what, what what are your favorite what, what's your favorite part of hill valley so far yeah let us know um if there, if you know a little tidbit about about like hill valley or maybe that that universal backlot yeah um have you do you have any like have you visited it ever because i think it i think it's open to people yeah yeah definitely yeah they're doing some sort of uh 30th anniversary shindig over there mm-hmm. um this month where it's just like a massive like caravan of people like on skateboards like hanging on a truck <laughs> right um go to the so go to the website back to the future minute.com and leave comments on this post and let us know those things also we are on facebook we have a facebook page so go check that out uh, like us on facebook and uh if you if you do like us leave us a review on itunes we already got one and it was awesome so thanks to that person who gave us our first review you are awesome. And uh, if you like us, check out our other podcasts, Not Writing, which is just like this, only uh, we talk about all kinds of things, not just Back to the Future. Uh, then The Doctor's Companion is our Doctor Who podcast. And then when it premieres in January, Geek by Night, which I'm sure you'll hear us plug a lot. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.